SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. So Ask Africa, we've spoken to Ask Africa before. They've been conducting surveys and giving us some report on what has been happening, particularly issues arising to COVID-19 and how it's affected us. And recently, one of their their reports is saying that COVID-19 pandemic is taking a toll on women of South Africa emotionally, mentally, physically, socially. And this is their recent finding. Andrea uh, Radame is the CEO and founder of Ask Africa. Andrea, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Hello, Pamela. Hi. Gosh, this is worrying. So so what have you found, Andrea? So um, women have been affected more than men through all these spheres. And it's not just the obvious ones where we saw that women are more concerned about the chaos there's been about going to school, when to go to school, etc. Mm-hmm. But also, um, as we've seen, that women were less likely to actually get their permanent positions back. Um, so we, they've suffered more from all the social dysfunctions, the gender-based violence, the uh, um, alcohol and substance abuse, etc., or the effects thereof. Mm. Um, so, so women virtually across the line have um, had more stress. Even if you just look at something like access to chronic medicine, and chronic medicine includes um, the vaccinations for children, Mm. um, fertility vaccinations, condoms, and things like that, um, which women have just had less access to at clinics during the lockdown um, phases we've been in. Do, do we know why that was, the, the, the less access to specifically women, not in general to everybody, but specifically why was it higher with women? Well, since women lost um, more income mm. and were, more, were less resilient, uh, resilient towards the economic fallout, mm. we saw that men were more agile in moving in with friends or family mm. than women were. Mm. And... Um, um. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. So women would simply not have the transport money to yeah. go to a clinic. My goodness. And and some of these, I mean, I see you've got um, startling uh, reports on, on the actual statistics. Um, mm. 58% fewer women assumed full-time jobs compared to men in 2020. Yeah. yeah. That's that's quite staggering. Yeah. So, so the interesting thing, Pamela, has been that women have... Um, if, if we look at coping with with um, COVID and the, the lockdown effects, women have accepted the COVID reality faster than men have. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a sense, it looks like even though women, re- according to the survey, women have had more emotional coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. they've also coped faster than men have. Mm-hmm. So there have been more men that are just not accepting the COVID reality, etc. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's also been a very interesting finding out of this. So it looks like women are relying on the emotional coping mechanisms to, to get on with it. And yet they've um, suffered more from the structural dysfunction which we have in this country. Interesting that you say that, but they are also pointing to acknowledgement of depression, for instance, and anxiety yes. there rising. Yes, yes. So um, all of those uh, symptoms of depression have risen for women, mm. and that's why I call it a emotional coping mechanism, mm. because one gets um, functional coping mechanisms mm. like that or dysfunctional ones like alcohol abuse, and violence, etc. 
And um, yeah, so women, women, I think, have have really suffered, whilst also being more compliant with lockdown regulations, being more compliant with sanitation behaviours. <laughs> so, so I really think women have done well in the stress test, which was COVID. This really is interesting. Thirty-one percent of women uh, were saying that they do not trust the police to assist victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was very concerning. I mean, where where do women then go when structurally they have nowhere to go? You know, I I had a personal experience, Andrea, where I was asking a policeman to put on their mask who had stopped me mm. uh, on the side of the road, and my gosh, I suddenly became the criminal, and yes. and the response he called his commander, and suddenly I was a criminal. They brought guns and everything to check on the car and everything and at the very end of it he says that's what you get for asking me to put on the mask very yeah. clearly in front of his 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 superiors and so yeah. this trust of the police even when you are thinking you're doing the right thing is mm-hmm. is quite serious for women yes and that's why i say we have a systemic um disregard for women by men mm. Um, I remember a similar situation, being hijacked and going to a police station, wanting to report the issue, mm. and the policeman saying, be glad you're living, be yeah. glad you weren't raped, yeah. which, of course, is completely unacceptable. Mm. Mm. Um, so so we need to start speaking up and, and stop being invisible about this. We must stop saying, um, you know, I mean, this is a not, not strictly a COVID issue, but yeah. we can't, it's a GBB issue. We must stop saying it's GBV. We must stop saying it's um, every 20 seconds, seconds, in 26 seconds, a woman gets raped. You need to start saying a man rapes a woman or a child twice a minute in this country. Uh, you, you know, what What are the things that, I mean, I'm looking at all of this and I keep asking myself, so what is the point of knowing all of this? Because at a time, as you said, you know, you had gone to the police, you are going to report a crime and the very police say to you, well, be grateful, be grateful that you are alive and kicking and blah, blah, blah. You had gone to the authorities. I was victimized not only by one police, but by his superior. So at that point you kind of feel like, well, I don't have recourse. Yes. So, Pamela, I hear you and I, I've experienced it myself, but I think we need to have, uh, we need to hammer on all drums. Mm. And statistics are often a very convincing drum. That's mm-hmm. why I'm in this business. I like to give voice to yeah. women and citizens. Yeah. And a qu- quoting a number mm. is oftentimes... Um, yeah. more cold, more more, yeah. more impactful um, than an experience, unfortunately. And and that's why we do this. And, and it's a very important thing that you're doing, Andrea. Are, are you getting an audience? I think I've asked you this many times before. You know, yeah. these, these studies, they, they're quite alarming for us, and I always want us to report on this. Mm. But do, do the authorities kind of take it and, and take it in? Pamela, I believe they do. Yeah. I've, I've served on four committees, technical working groups to the MAC, and uh, the MAC is working in a very evidence-based way. Now, all these advisories go to the minister himself, um, and the presidency has also commissioned research. They also use this. So, so I believe that slowly uh, there is traction mm. um, 
business is most certainly looking at the results. But I think importantly, through all the media coverage, citizens know that we're giving them voice. And in that way, we're building confidence because Mm. um, so many citizens have given up um, hope on many of these issues. They just think we need to accept it. Mm. Ah, you know, that's Mm. the world we live in. We don't have to accept it. No, it's, we must change it. It's definitely something to... to we'll put it up, uh, Andrea. Thank you once again for doing this and for just uh, giving um, you know time to, to the work that you're doing to to put the spotlight on some of the issues that are affecting us, um, as particularly because of this COVID-19. I thank you very much, Andrea. Andrea uh, Rademeyer is a CEO and founder of Africa Ask Africa. And so they've got their latest report just highlighting how COVID-19 has affected women. And we'll also just publish that for you to see.